Pro Group Management. Workers' Comp that works for you. Welcome to Nevada Newsmakers on the broadcast today. A different perspective on water issues in Southern Nevada with Laura McSwain. She's the president of the Water Fairness Coalition Board. Here for the whole show on all new Nevada Newsmakers. Tis the season for the Holiday Cash Express at Tamarack Casino. We're trimming the tree with weekly cash giveaways, including a $5,000 winner every Saturday, plus $70,000 in grand prize stocking stuffers, including two $15,000 Holiday Cash winners guaranteed. It's a good time to win at Tamarack Casino. Merry Christmas from everybody at the Winnemucca Big R. Merry Christmas from Big R Lovelock. Merry Christmas from the Fallon Big R. Merry Christmas from Big R Fernley. Merry Christmas from all of us at Big R Sparks. Merry Christmas and a whole lot more. As you know, Reno is booming. Toll's development company is helping it grow with insightful design and development building community with every project, adding beauty, adding excitement, emphasizing our shared humanity. Reno is becoming bigger. Toll's development is helping it become better, more livable, more enjoyable. To learn more, go to tollsdevelopment.com, tollsdevelopment.com. For 50 years, Nevada Heating has been keeping people comfortable in their homes. At Nevada Heating, call the Do It Right guys and get the heat back on today. Call us today and we'll fix it today. That's the Nevada Heating way. Why freeze for days on end when Nevada Heating can get your furnace fixed today? Call us today and we'll fix it today at 323-5585 or schedule us on our website at nevadaheating.com. Save money and take transit. Did you know you can ride the bus all day for less than what it would cost you for a gallon of gas? Plan your trip now by going to rtcwashoe.com. This is Nevada Newsmakers with host Sam Shad on No Holds Barred Political Forum. Now from the Nevada Newsmakers broadcast headquarters, here is Sam Shad. And back on Nevada Newsmakers, we're pleased to welcome to the program for the first time, Laura McSwain. She is the president of the Water Fairness Coalition Board. All right, so let's start out with basics. What is the Water Fairness Coalition Board out of Las Vegas? Well, thank you for having me. You're welcome. Um, basically, it was, in, <clears throat> it was inspired out of frustration with the Water District, um, going to those meetings. This is the Las Vegas Water District? The Las Vegas Valley Water District. Um, I became aware that there was going to be some rate increases. And then at the, about the same time that those were becoming a common known thing within our neighborhood, AB 220 was coming to the forefront in the legislative session last year. Which was? AB 220, um, it was a mixed bag of water issues. Um, it caused a lot of ruckus because there were some pretty heavy-handed um, attempts to force people to convert to their septics, and so there was a lot of attention on that bill for that reason. Once that went away, then there was pretty much unanimous support for the bill. I think only three people voted against it. Um, but what was remaining in that bill was a Section 29 that basically gives the power to the 
Southern Nevada Water Authority, Las Vegas Valley Water District Management, they're all the same. Right. Uh, the ability to basically shut our water down depending upon certain circumstances if they, if they exist. Uh, okay, and, and based on potential drought conditions Correct. on the Colorado River. Right. Well, the language in the original bill was uh, that drought conditions needed to exist, which would have allowed them to actually deploy those measures immediately. Fortunately, because a lot of us came out, uh, they did modify that language that the water had to be, our allocation had to be reduced to 270,000 acre feet. And fortunately... Which was from 330,000. Well, 300,000 acre feet is our normal allotment. Right. Um, we've not hit, because of recycling, because of really the wonderful things that the Southern Nevada Water Authority has done, um, we operate well under that with the, when we get those credits back roughly 220,000 acre feet. Um, Which so, is, by the way, remarkable. No, it is remarkable, and, and, it, and it high fives all around. Um, there's a lot to be proud of with what the Water District has done, the Southern Nevada Water Authority has done, by creating an entity such as it is so that people can speak to each other and you can try to get um, common focus on the issue. And to Pat Mulroy's credit, uh, she created that authority when she came in and took over. So back to why I created this uh, entity, and it is a 501c4, by the way, it's a nonprofit. Um, I started going to the meetings um, because I was really concerned about the fact that that much power would be taken away from the governor and given to a bureaucracy um, for it, because they could have easily just basically written out an initiative, said what the, an emergency plan should look like, and leave, left it in the hands of the governor. So I, I really never understood the rush for that. And we were already experiencing a lot of rain. So we knew we were going to have a little bit of a pullback on that urgency that seemed to exist uh, midpoint last year. Okay, but that was the first time in quite a few years that we were seeing that kind of rainfall and that kind of rise in Lake Mead. This is true. Uh, several years ago, we had about six inches of rain, so it, it, it ebbs and flows. But yes, we did have a couple of years in a row where we were in drought conditions. And, uh, but the drought is over, officially, and it has been over for a while. But um, in going to these meetings, my initial objective was, as president of my neighborhood association, I live in McNeil, um, I was worried about my old neighborhood with our historic trees, with our urban forest. Um, we have a lot of young families in our neighborhood. We have a lot of elderly in our neighborhood. And there was fear that was running through the neighborhood and people were reacting instead of really doing the calculus on what this would look like for them financially. And so I looked at this strictly from a business standpoint. Um, number one, I'm, I'm in construction, so I'm not anti-growth. Um, but I do look at a one-size-fits-all proposition when that's introduced, it will erode your property rights because we have a lot of, uh, we have a broad variety of housing stock within uh, Southern Nevada, a lot of large lots. Um, plus, when they deployed the excessive use charges, it, it doesn't apply across the board. City of Henderson is not part of the excessive use charges. City of North Las Vegas is not. It's only Las Vegas and unincorpor unincorporated Clark County residents. And, and do you know why that is? Um, I do not. Um, and I am, that's part of my mission is I'm trying to learn as I go. 
Um, I initially came out and spoke against the obvious things that I found unfair. For example? Well, for example, the one-size-fits-all, um, why such a heavy hand, why this quick succession of initiatives. Uh, basically, uh, these excessive use charges were on the books to be deployed prior to COVID. Uh, it seems to me that that fell in line with when the final nail went in the coffin on being able to pipe water from the north, from White Pine County. Um, and it seems to me that they had an initiative where they had to create paper water because they have a 50-year plan that they do every year to make sure, that to sh be able to illustrate right. that there's enough water for the community. Um, that's, all, that's all great, but um, the one-size-fits-all, I started to question, well, what, what is the point of all of this? And basically, it's just a breadcrumb trail. I don't have a smoking gun. Um, I've done a lot of research. And that's obvious from your website. Yes, I've done a lot of research. And, and I've put up, really, a lot of the articles that I came into to educate myself. Um, but going back to these meetings at the Water District, uh, I became alarmed that the level of dismiss I saw uh, evident among the county commissioners that service the Las Vegas Valley Water District Board. A lot of people don't know, probably still don't know, but now a lot of people now know that the Clark County Commission is the board of directors for the Las Vegas Valley Water District. And with that comes a lot of responsibility. And, and as voters, if we're not paying attention, that is, what, that is really our, our way to fix this problem absent legal action. And legal action is really a lot more expensive and a lot more challenging because this is administrative law. And a lot of people are resisting wanting to be involved on a legal front on that particular issue. But m creating this agency was about bringing people together. People who feel lost in the shuffle, people who don't feel like they have a voice, the people who feel like lost, the, the water district is just too big an animal to try to take on. And um, I walked out of a meeting one day very, very, very angry because I felt, and I went initially to these meetings with an open heart, thinking that nobody could possibly have done what they've done. And if they realized the damage that's being done to the community, that they would take a pause and they would rethink the position. And now we're eight months in to this. Uh, when I say eight months, I'm talking about when that very first meeting that I went to I started uh, advertising. I put a full page ad in the paper to find out what the appetite was for the community to try to take their power back. And uh, it's really been quite remarkable, uh, the feedback that I've gotten, the people who have found me. And um, the beautiful thing about what I've created is that I'm not under any obligation to share who's involved, what their financial contributions are, and it's allowing people to be a little bit braver than they might have been otherwise because they don't feel like they have to worry about how they're going to make a living. Um, so I, I wish I could just put a probe in from your head to my head so I could download all of the information that I've learned. Well, I, I, I did read your, your website, a good chunk of it. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of the concerns are from people that own larger lots mm -hmm. and that have a lot of trees or grass. Mm -hmm and would like to maintain the lifestyle that they've had without having to pay what you consider to be and they consider to be excessive costs. Absolutely. Is that right? That is absolutely true. Um, 
But advertising reigns supreme, right? And so the Water District and the Southern Nevada Water Authority have just under $5 million a year in their budget to advertise to convince us all that we're going to be out of water. And people who have found me who are much more educated about how you do these calculations, um, they've been providing me an education as well. And doing the math, the community as it exists now, we have about 125 years worth of water availability. Um, so people ask, what's the question? Why, why are we doing this? What, what is the motivation behind this? Now, they haven't come out in their advertising to say that we want to grow the community by another 800,000 people, but when you start looking at the records request documents that I've come into, when you start looking, at, when you start talking to people who really know what's going on behind the scenes, it, that becomes obvious. And quite frankly, uh, Commissioner Kirkpatrick has said as much to people directly who I'm involved with. And that we either, we were told that if we don't do this, then we cannot have growth. And I, so I've set off understanding politics and understanding problem solving. I've been in business for 30 years. Uh, in order to solve a problem, you gotta find out, well, is there really just those two choices available? And what I'm finding is that there are not, those are not the only choices available. This were the easy choice. This is the easy thing to do. All it right, so what, what, what other choices are available? Well. There's the ability. Because actually, let, let's back up a second. Okay. All right. So you've said that you're in construction. Yes. And that you are pro-growth. Correct. And so, you know, there there is a finite water supply at this point in time. Yes. Even though the Southern Nevada Water Authority still owns those ranches in eastern Nevada. Correct. And are still doing cattle ranching, so they still own those water rights. Correct. Um, but, and then there's another project in White Pine County uh, that is uh, trying to go forward. It's about a $2.5 billion project mm -hmm. that would also be pro potentially providing water. Some people are saying towards Southern California, but I would imagine that uh, the Southern Nevada Water Authority would be interested in that water as well if that became available. Um, but you are going to see tremendous growth mm -hmm. um, in Clark County. Um, you're going to see tremendous growth based around the Ivanpah Airport when that comes online and the community that will be surrounding that because the airport is 6,000 acres. Mm -hmm. The surrounding areas that are going to be developed is 17,000 acres, which is massive. I don't know if people mm -hmm. can put those numbers together, right. but I mean, when you consider that city center is built on about 65 acres, and you think of 17,000 acres, mm -hmm. that is vast. So you're going to need water to mm -hmm. be able to supply that. You also have the site, and I'm playing devil's advocate here, of obviously. Right. You have the bathtub ring around Lake Mead. Mm -hmm. You have all the conversations on the Colorado River. Mm -hmm. So it would seem that it, it, it is smart to be concerned about water and water usage and having the 50-year plan. Mm -hmm. And if they've got 125 years worth of water, that's great because mm -hmm. that allows the development. Because we've seen what can happen in a place like Phoenix mm -hmm. where growth goes like, uh, grows like a weed. On the other hand, you have stories in the Review Journal over the years talking about the richest people in the valley mm -hmm. um, with huge amounts of water that they are using mm -hmm. um, that they can afford to pay for. Correct. But your folks seem to be in the middle of all this, where right. they're not the richest people, mm -hmm. they have a lifestyle, they wish to maintain that lifestyle, and they also have ecological things that they're looking at, which is Las Vegas is increasingly a heat island with the growth of concrete 
and trees and grass actually benefit to be able to remove carbon. So take I it from, I'm, I'm giving no, you a whole no, bunch of things. You've teed it all up and really I should have you write an article to add to our website because you've hit all the important points. Um, it is about quality of life. It is about maintaining property rights as much as anything else. It's also about not growing the community on the backs of the people who are already here, who've already made investments. And uh, it's about uh, water fairness. Um, as a business owner, I can't steal a backhoe from the guy down the street in order to grow my business. I have to pay for it myself. So when this lands bill comes across, when they try to get it across the finish line a second time, I'm hoping that it will come with a requirement that de the developers provide the water. Bureau of Reclamation just paid uh, $770 an acre foot f uh, for some water. And if the developers had to tap into that water or were forced to tap into that water, it would add about $260 per home for the cost of that water. By requiring that water problem to be solved, and I did watch Pat Mulroy's interview with you the other day, um, she points to this. Um, she points to the fact that we've pretty much come to the end of the conservation road that we're on. We've, we're already a dry sponge. You can't keep squeezing that same sponge. We have to have more water. If that million people or 800,000, whatever the magic number is, uh, actually is added to our community, then the 86 gallons of water per person per day that the Water Authority has said has been their goal, that goes to 25 gallons of water per person per day. And the damage that Pat has alluded to uh, will be severe. And what are we going to be, what are we going to part with? And then are, is you're, this- You're never going to get to 25 gallons a day, except in an extreme drought situation. I lived in Marin, as I think I mentioned mm -hmm. with Pat, when we were down to 35 gallons of mm -hmm. water a day, yes, and that was that. unbelievable. Yes. L listen, let's take a quick break so okay, I can make some great. money here, and then we'll okay. come back and continue right, after you. this. All right. ProGroup Management specializes in providing industries with the necessary components to satisfy and exceed workers' comp requirements. Every business has unique needs and specific regulations. ProGroup Management stays ahead of the curve, providing up-to-date services to keep your industry in top form. Discover how we simplify your tasks, improve efficiency, and reduce expense to keep you moving in a positive direction. ProGroup Management. Workers' comp that works for you. Retail's impact on Nevada's economy? Enormous. 8,600 businesses, large and small, employing 145,000 workers. And last fiscal year, retail paid tax on nearly $60 billion in sales. We're the Retail Association of Nevada. We support retail, we help it grow, and we mean business. R-A-N-N-V.org. Early in the morning or throughout the night, professional truck drivers are on the job, serving you, safely moving freight that's crucial to our economy. From the oldest industries to our newest innovators, from the exotic to the everyday, trucks are everywhere, moving everything. Never afraid to embrace a future that makes Nevada and our nation stronger. Trucking moves America forward. What do you count on? 
you count on your power every day. At NV Energy, we've always powered what's important to you, but we're not looking at the past. We're focused on the future. While our standards are high, our rates will remain low. And our commitment to renewables isn't just meeting standards, but leading the way. Because you can count on more than just your power. You can count on the company who brings it to you. That's our promise. You can count on it. This is Nevada Newsmakers. And back on Nevada Newsmakers, we continue our conversation with Laura McSwain. She is the president of the Water Fairness Coalition Board. You have a pamphlet here you wanted to mention. Yes, I, I do. I, coming off of what you had shared about really the broad brush um, of what it's, our lives are going to be like as we move forward, um, what has been dismissed is quality of life. So one of the things that I've discovered in my records requests is that there, when these policy initiatives were put in place. The AB 356, which is the removal of the useless grass. AB 220, uh, the excessive use charges. These have come in rapid fire succession. Um, I'm not finding that there was ever a study done to look at what the, was going to be the impact to our environment. And it's really kind of frightening because, as you probably are aware, Las Vegas is number two behind Reno in our heat trajectory. So what's interesting is that I had one of the members of our coalition found this it was she's got one of those little libraries and this was placed in it and flipping through it this, this was original publication is over 20 years old there's a letter in here from Governor Bob Miller at the time praising uh, the efforts of this nonprofit at the time that was trying to get out information on how to protect our environment the focus was on protecting trees well, where is that argument gone? Now, when we started showing up and complaining at these water meetings, they, their response to that was, well, we'll just give you $100 and you can add trees. Well, there's a lot to know about trees and what they give back to the community. Um, I've got a sycamore that's uh, 60 years old, and I looked it up. It, it converts 26 pounds of CO2 into oxygen every year. Uh, that is not just serving my house that is serving all of our community and all of the trees that are in their third trimester of their lives, that's when the trees start actually giving something back to the environment. So allowing this urban tree canopy to die by just being dismissive and saying we have to have water, is, it is exacerbating the heat. That's going to exacerbate our evaporation. It's just not wisdom's way and the horticulturists are coming out now and coming to the table and saying this is not the path that we should be on. Okay, I want to get to another topic in okay. our next segment. Great. So just throw out, if you would, your website so people can go look at it and see all the different comments on there, positive and one I found even negative. Yes, waterfairnesscoalition.com. Um, we've got a Facebook page also. We're trying to get that up and going. Uh, but uh, there's an, a resources page there where people can go in and see the documents and the articles that I use to educate myself on this. Like I said, I, when I first created this, I was coming to it from strictly from a fairness of water quantity. And then when I started realizing the ecological impacts, it is completely, it now keeps me up at night more than it probably would have otherwise. All right, let's take a break and we'll be right back. The Nevada Builders Alliance has been protecting the interests of the construction industry for over 50 years. Our programs save members thousands of dollars every year and allow them to provide much needed benefits to their employees. Our industry also allows Nevada to grow. If you're thinking about a career in the construction industry, 
reach out. And if you haven't thought of a career in construction, what are you waiting for? We are the Nevada Builders Alliance. The casino industry drove Nevada's economy for decades. By the 1990s, however, the state's sole industry was in sharp decline. Many were losing their homes, many were leaving the state. Is Reno on track to be the Detroit of the West? Was an October 2010 Reno Gazette Journal headline. Nevada knew it was time for a change and a time to diversify. Story County took that lead, took risks, invested tens of millions transforming its desert into a place of opportunity and a future for Nevada families needing something new. That desert now provides thousands of high-paying tech, advanced manufacturing, and energy careers at companies like Tesla, Panasonic, Google, Switch, and Redwood Materials. Story County transformed Northern Nevada forever, and the tide of opportunity has raised all vessels through construction contracts, high-paying careers, and the power of payroll. Tens of millions have been generated in sales and property tax, permits, and other revenues for Reno, Sparks, Washoe County, and for all of Nevada. Enough, in fact, to generate a surplus after public services are provided. And best of all, a sustainable economic climate has been created, enabling our children to stay in Nevada and live prosperous lives in their home state. Story County, improving Northern Nevada one industry at a time. This is Nevada Newsmakers. And back on Nevada Newsmakers, we continue our conversation with Laura McSwain. She's the president of the Water Fairness Coalition Board and potentially the mom of the next mayor of Las Vegas. Tell us about your daughter. You've got about a minute here. Tara Anderson, she is really the real deal. Um, as, a, as her mother, of course, I would support her. But as a resident, um, she is a very well-educated young woman. She operates, she understands contracts, she understands development. She works for a regional, national developer, uh, industrial uh, organization. She has been uh, at the city of North Las Vegas. She has been with the city of Las Vegas. She knows the internal workings. She has been the person who people lean into to know what policy initiatives uh, they should be pursuing. So she would be able to sit at the, sit on the dais and, and ask the questions that I feel have not been asked particularly by the Clark County Commission on this water issue. All right, so Paulinos is gonna be hosting the show when I take a little break here, and she'll be on with him, and so we'll look forward to hearing from her directly. Oh, Thank great. you so much for doing this. Thank you. Interesting perspective, on different Thank one. You. Thank great. you. Great, take care. And we'll be right back. It's the $200,000 Cars and Cash giveaways at Carson Valley Inn. Cash and prize drawing Thursdays and Saturdays. Plus, win a 2023 Ford F-150 or we'll pay you cash instead. Don't miss your chance to play and win. Cars and Cash at the Carson Valley Inn. Imagine a magical garden that feeds Carson City's hungry and homeless, teaches our high school students agriculture, creates hanging floral displays to beautify downtown, and yet charges nothing. It's not magic. It's the Greenhouse Project. It's real, it's growing, and it needs your help. Go online to carsoncitygreenhouse.org so together we can grow it forward. 7 at 7 is a newscast built for your smartphone. It's a seven minute newscast available every weekday at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. at lvrj.com. 
We don't waste your time and we give you the day's top stories. We at the RJ have noticed some similarities between us and a certain BTS character, RJ. Plus the latest in Las Vegas business, weather, health and entertainment news. <laughs> 7 at 7 streaming now on your smartphone. Modern Boutique Ahern Hotel and Event Center sits at the heart of the Las Vegas Strip. Two floors of meeting and event space are ideal for groups and conventions. Stay in one of 200 luxurious rooms and suites. Brand your event throughout the property. Flexible event spaces make for easy planning and personalization. Take over the entire hotel with a full buyout option. Thanks for watching Nevada Newsmakers. You can catch us online 24 hours a day at nevadanewsmakers.com or you can download the podcast wherever you like to get your podcast. We'll see you on the next broadcast.